0: Hey friends, happy Monday. I have a super amazing podcast episode for you today on the Bible's Babies in Business podcast. But first I have a question for you. Have you ever wanted to set these huge goals for you and your business, but also at the same time felt hesitant to set those goals because you didn't want to step outside of God's will for your life? Maybe you're like me and you are a dreamer at heart. You go to bed at night thinking of all the amazing things that you could do with your business, all the goals you could crush, all the milestones you could hit. But at the same time, you're nervous to make all these plans because what if the plans that you're making are not the plans that God has made for you? And, and I don't know about you, but I do not want to set all these goals, work towards all these goals and go 90 miles an hour in the wrong direction of where God actually wants me to be. I mean, after all, the Bible does say many are the plans in a person's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. So as high achieving, big dreaming women who have massive goals for their business, but also want to submit to the Lord, what are we to do? Well, I sat down with my friend, Brooke Jefferson, who is also a Christian business coach to discuss just that biblical goal setting for Christian entrepreneurs. And friends, let me tell you, you are in for a treat today. This is an episode that you're going to want to take notes on. So I want you to grab your Bible, grab a pen and grab a notepad and let's dive in. Hey mama, welcome to Bibles, Babies, and Business. Are you ready to start an online biz, quit your nine to five, and stay home with your kids? Are you up late at night Googling online business ideas, how to market myself, and how to get my first paying client? Do you have lots of ideas, but feel overwhelmed when trying to figure out which ones to focus on so you can move your business forward? Hey there, I'm Cami. I'm a Christian, a wife, and a soon to be mom. A few years ago, I too felt drained by my day job and wished I could find a way to make money online. I wanted time freedom and the financial freedom to be a stay at home mom, but imposter syndrome kept creeping in and telling me, you could never make enough money doing that. And what if you do try and you fail, but then I discovered how to build an online coaching business from home. In this podcast, you'll find biblical principles for the Christian entrepreneur online marketing tips to help you start and build an online coaching business from home and a whole lot of mom life because we're doing it all with a baby on our hip so grab your bible snuggle your baby and let's build your business because you were made for this brooke welcome to the bible's babies and business podcast i'm so excited to have you on the show friends let me just introduce you to the rock star that is brooke jefferson okay so we've met online um it was probably it was several months ago she is also a christian business coach she's launching a brand new podcast which she'll tell you about here in a moment and i'm so excited for you to listen to the wisdom that she has not only from a business standpoint but from a biblical standpoint as well and she's going to just so walk us through what it looks like to to set business goals as a christian entrepreneur from a biblical perspective so brooke welcome we're so happy you're here
1: Ah, Thank you so much, Cammie. You are always my number one hype girl. (laughs) Always, (laughs) always being so sweet. Um, But yeah, so my name is Brooke Jefferson. I am a Christian business coach. Like Cammie said, I'm a wife, a mom, all the things. I actually own three different businesses, which is totally crazy when I say that out loud. Um, And so, yeah, I hope that you do get a lot of wisdom from today's topic A couple more things about me, I actually live in a really small cow town on the border of Oklahoma and Texas, one stoplight, more cows than there are people just kind of let me see that you can build businesses anywhere, which is really, really cool. Um, But yeah, and I have been a family photographer for over eight years. And this is the first year that I am actually pivoting away and doing new things, which is really exciting. That is so exciting.
0: The thing I had to point out real quick is I too live in a small town where we have one stoplight. I love it. One stoplight town. And that's the other thing that I I love uh, that you and I can relate on. We relate on so many different topics, but one of them being that not only are we like both Christian business coaches, but we're both Midwest girls who live in a small town and are doing something that is still, I think, relatively new to the workspace. Like it's not like, on my block, there's like three other online coaches. Like it's still a pretty rare thing. It's growing, but it's still kind of rare at this point. So that's super fun, um, to relate that we can relate on. Um, just real quick, what are, I'm curious, what are your, I know your photography business. I know that you are a Christian business coach and, um, you're pivoting a little bit into that space. What's your other business?
1: So what I don't count as like the third would be, so you've got photography over here and I've always called it like the local photography business, Mm -hmm. Um, the business coaching, which is really stepping into like this Christian business coach. But I've actually been doing a lot of business coaching and um, online courses and things for a different niche also. And so those are my three businesses. And like you said, being from a small town, really living anywhere, unless you're in the online space, you don't get it. So when people are like, well, what do you do all day long? Like it is so hard to tell people what you do because they just can't fathom that you can coach from your computer. I don't know. But anyway, so that's, that's always interesting.
0: You're, you're so right. It is, it is. Um, (laughs) I, I because like just this past weekend, we were at like our town summer celebrations. And I was like, what do you do? Or like, how's your business going? And I could tell they were, they were, they were so kind. Um, and they were like, actually genuinely like interested in like, Oh my gosh, that is super cool. And I'm like, okay someone somebody here is getting it which is which is fun um but I'd love before we dive into biblical goal setting I'd love for you to kind of give us just a little bit of a your backstory go a little deeper into how did you even start in this online space and get to where you are now launching your second podcast um, your your last podcast is wildly successful so you can go into that a little bit I'd love to know just a little bit about your journey
1: okay I'm gonna try to give you guys a condensed snapshot because Mm -hmm. you know, when you look backwards sometimes, okay, first of all, whenever you are in a season, you are like dreaming up the future, dreaming up what you want your business and your life to look like. And then you don't really realize like, it's not a straight shot. And then you look backwards and all you see is like the roads that intertwine. And it just seems like a zigzag that when people ask me this question, all I see is the zigzag in my brain. So I'm going to try to give you a very condensed snapshot. But, okay, so I'm just gonna take you back to the beginning of where I feel like I should start. When I was 19 years old, I had met my now husband and I had known him for about a month, maybe two. And we found out that we were pregnant. And so I was like, wow, this is not what I planned. You know what I mean? Like one one time and now we're gonna be parents. Like, this is so interesting. Mm-hmm. And so um, I, I, I wasn't going to college at the time. And so I found myself like just in this, odd season for me and I had to learn a lot about myself and so I had picked up a camera which is what ultimately launched my first business of having a photography business then I went back to college so I have always had multiple jobs my entire life since I was able to drive um, and so I had the photography business that I was growing I was going back to college for teaching ended up getting my degree and then also was working a part-time job. I always had another job. So always three jobs, which is funny because I have three businesses now. So I'm going to fast forward a little bit. So I ended up, um, I started teaching. I taught for two years and then I was able to leave that. I I hated it. I hated every minute of it. Um, I just felt like I didn't have any support And I literally came home crying every day. And my husband was like, well, just quit. And I'm like, no, I'm too loyal. I have to stick to the contract. Like I'll be done after this year. So I left that job and then I went full-time in my photography business. But I also, here's the online space part right here. I also figured out how to become a VA. And so not only was I full-time in my photography business, I also was working in the daytime hours As a virtual assistant, which is where I learned a lot about business, a lot about marketing. And I realized I had a God given gift for how to give people business strategy and an action plan and like double, triple, quadruple their revenue. And so that's kind of as a VA, I started coaching the the business owners that I was working for. And so that's how I was introduced to the online space to begin with. And then from there, hired my first business coach. And then once I figured out the photography thing a little bit more, I turned around and started teaching other photographers. And literally I've just been coaching ever since. And then God called me to this pivot that, you know, while we were in P2P with Stephanie Gass and God was like, I, I have more for you and I actually want you to do I want you to serve more than just the the photographers. And I'm like, okay. And so Christian business women who are also mothers is really where I found myself, uh, which is where you found yourself too. And I I love it. So that is the most condensed three minute version of my windy roads that I can give. So there we go. I
0: love that. And you're so right when you say that, you know, we think it's going to be this straight shot journey and it ends up being this zigzag or this wavy road. And for a lot of women, at least myself, I when I think about it because I am like a little bit of a perfectionist, I look back and I'm like, "Man, I just wish I would have known then what I know now." But I think part of that is um the character building that the Lord does through the process, the refining. And I also like find so much comfort in the fact that you know, the Bible says that God can turn anything around for the good of those who love the Lord, whether it was a pivot, intentional or non-intentional, a wavy path, um, a zigzag journey. uh, He can just, he can use all of it, which is so beautiful. And we he's refining us throughout the journey. And I'm sure that you could probably think back and there's things maybe even in your teaching days, maybe even that you can bring into your coaching space, things in your photography business that you can bring into the season of life that you're in now. And again, I so resonate with you speaking to Christian moms. That's, that's where I'm at. There's where many of our listeners are and the season I'm about to begin. So I'm so, I'm so here for this. Let's chat about biblical goal setting. I. I was telling Brooke before the the episode that you know there's I think that coaches um either tend to lean into a lot of strategy or they'll tend to lean into like a lot of mindset, a lot of like faith work and prayer work. And the truth is that we need both. There has to be a beautiful blend of both. Um, but a coach usually tends to lean more to one side, which is not wrong because every coach has their strength, but it's the beautiful like combination of the two that really makes the business work. And so I'm a person that like, I am, I am here for the prayers, I am praying daily in my word all the time, Um, but I love the strategy. And so I'm excited to have kind of a different conversation about how do we build strategy? Because the the Bible says to make plans, you know, you know, we can make our plans. God determines our steps, but he does tell us to go ahead and, and have the vision and write it down. But what does that look like? in a world where we are so focused on and I know you're going to chat about this like manifestation, people are are it's all new age, what does this look like for us?
1: Yeah, okay. So this whole topic, the reason I the reason I love it and you also talked about how I found myself in the Christian the faith-led space. How I got myself here was because I kept getting the question, why are you so successful? Why does every business you touch have success, right? and i have always like been baffled by that question and so i'm like okay well let me teach you the strategy like i can do that and then i realized it's not just the strategy like you said it's not just the mindset it's the character build it's jesus it's not me right like the reason that i have been so successful is because i've always submitted my business not always actually let me let me take that word out but i have tried my hardest to submit my plans to submit what i want, my vision for what he wants for me. And i think that's that is the key to success is surrender. That's it. That is what the key is. And i think that's what a lot of people are missing. And so i've built businesses both ways. Now i will i will be very honest. I have never gotten myself into manifesting anything for a hot minute. We were speaking affirmations and i don't think all affirmations are bad. So definitely hear me on that. Um but i think you need to look at where things are rooted. And What we, what we come up against as Christian business women is this war between allowing God to guide you in your business and really like back to that surrender uh, versus self. That's what it is. It's self versus God. And that's the war you find yourself in. And when the world's telling you you're enough, you can do this. All the power is within you. You don't need to grow. It's all inside you. And, you know, you believe that for a little while until one day you're like, I am not enough, whatever, you know, you keep telling me like I can do this. And then you find yourself burnt out, exhausted and ready to like to jump off a cliff. That's what happens when you serve self. And so this is why you can manifest whatever you want, but I'm telling you, it it doesn't work that way. And it's very dangerous. You're opening a lot of doors up doing that. You will find yourself one day at rock bottom. So I'm just really passionate about replacing what the lie is, you know, what this, what this wannabe truth is, that is not truth at all. And replacing it with, well, what does, what is biblical? What does God call us to do? Um, And so that's how I got here. So yes, so that's what we're going to chat about, but I wanted to see if you had anything really to say to that, because I know you see it, the self versus God.
0: Oh, so (laughs) much. And I, uh, I've talked about it like a few times on the show,
1: but, but probably not for a
0: while. So like my first two business coaching masterminds that I joined, and I'm not here to, this is not a gossip session. This is just stating facts. Um, the first one was heavily new age. I didn't know it at the time because I was not rooted in my word enough to see it for what it was. And so I would be over in the mirror, um, you know, saying affirmations, writing things down, saying like wacky stuff. Like I am a seven figure business. Owner. I was not <laughs> at all. Um, but, but I was immersed in this group of, of people who were very successful. They knew the strategy, like the marketing was down. The faith was, was, was not there. And in fact, um, it was incredibly new age. It was rooted in um, just things that were not aligned with, with biblical scripture. And I realized that later, which, you know, again, the Lord can use everything for the good of those who love the Lord. And so now I'm very like hyper aware of, oh, okay. I feel like I can spot it now. Like, oh, that is, yeah, that's new age or, or I'm not even touching that. I feel like the Lord has definitely increased my level of discernment so that I can be clear of, you know, the, any new age, any lies, anything that is false, anything that looks really good, but it's actually rooted in, you know, demonic things or like new agey things. So yes, I've been there slippery slope for sure. And I'm so glad that the Lord has like opened my eyes and I feel like he's opening lots of people's eyes yeah. to that. I see that often on social media.
1: Yeah, Absolutely. And just take this as permission. Now, like this again, there, there is never shame at all. He will never shame you. He will show you, Hey, here's like the spotlight on what's actually underneath what you're believing. And it will just be a conviction of, Oh, you're right. And so some of you, this will be that episode for you where you're like, Oh my gosh, like I never really put two and two together, but you're right. You know, you can tell me the sky is purple all you want, but God made it blue, you know? And yes, I know sunset, sunrise, it changes. I know, but that's, that is what manifesting reminds me of. You can tell, like, you can say it over and over and over again, but that will never be the reality. And so, um, and this, you know, it's, I, I understand, like, there's a lot of things that I used to believe people I followed sermons. I listened to until God gave me the discernment to realize, whoa, like that actually is not biblical. So anyway, so I, you know, this is just your permission to throw it all away, throw, throw away what you know is wrong at this point. So, um, so yeah, so I guess the question is like, well, what is biblical goal setting and where does that come from? And one of the things that we've already mentioned is throughout scripture, God does tell us to make our plans, to cast our vision, but there's always a, but, or there's always an and, and it is submit it to God, right? Like create your plans create the vision, whatever you want to do, but then you have to take it back to God. So I want to read um, just one of those scriptures that I have found, and I'm going to read it on the podcast from the message version. I don't recommend that you just study a message Bible and never look at another translation. I just want to give that, um, that little caveat there, but I will say I'm going to read it because the message is giving you the main point and I want the main point to be given here. So I'm gonna read it really quickly, just just a couple of different verses. This is in um, Proverbs 16 and it says, mortals make elaborate plans, but God has the last word. Humans are satisfied with whatever looks good. God probes for what is good. Put God in charge of your work Then what you've planned will take place. God made everything with a place and purpose, even the wicked are included, but for judgment. And I'm going to skip down just a little bit to the very bottom. And it says, when God approves of your life, even your enemies will end up shaking your hand far better to be right and poor than to be wrong and rich. We plan the way we want to live, but only God makes us able to live it. And so here's what happens when you cast your vision and you make plans, what happens is sometimes not all of what you've written down is going to actually be what happens in reality. But the whole purpose is that God is going to do a heart change, a character build when you start submitting those things, because we should also be praying that God takes what we want and replaces it with his desire for us sometimes our desires are spot on and they do align with what he wants for us sometimes they don't not everybody listening is gonna hit six seven eight figures I'm sorry that's not for everybody but also the Bible doesn't call you to for everyone to be poor either like that that is such as we got to have another episode on this at some mm-hmm. point but there's a lot of money lies that people believe and that is not what the Bible tells you but here's the beautiful thing. Um, and I'll walk you through the three steps in just a second. But that the whole point is God wants you to use your imagination, use your creativity, use your brain and, and you tap into like your desires. But also by submitting those, he's able to do those heart change and, and the character build for you so that it aligns with your purpose and your calling and you get to see the fruit of that, which is not always money. Um, and it's not always materialistic things like the world has, but I promise it's so much better. So
0: yeah. <laughs> oh man. You know, when you were saying that, you know, the the Lord tells you don't cast your vision, but and there's always a but there. I think that the ultimate scheme of the enemy is to take something that the Lord said and twist it, not a whole lot, but just a couple degrees, so that it looks like it, it looks almost. Exactly like what the Bible tells us, but it's off a couple degrees, and so it eventually leads you down the wrong path. And and for someone listening who may think, Well, if it's off only a couple degrees and you're close enough, no, you're not. If you were in an airplane that was off a couple degrees over eight hours of travel, you would end up in a completely different country. And it's the same thing the enemy's uh, the enemy does not have to come out and, and try and uh change things like 180 degrees. He only has to move it just a little bit so that it looks really good on the outside, but it is completely wrong underneath the surface. And that's where I think a lot of us get tripped up with things like manifestation and new age, or people try to combine it. It's Jesus and manifestation. It's Jesus and crystals, Jesus and sage, but Jesus doesn't need a partner. (laughs) I mean, the only two partners he needs is, is the fa- the Father and the Holy Spirit. Father Son oh, Holy Spirit. Infinity. <laughs> um, that that's the only three things. Uh, there there is no need for you know the manifestation, the sage, the the calling things in from the universe. You're calling something in, but it's demonic. It's not. Yeah. It's not heavenly or holy. So I'm excited to hear your 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 practicals here on how we can really set these biblical goals for our businesses.
1: Yes. So I am absolutely very logical. I'm very tangible. I don't do a podcast episode where I don't tell you to do something that you could actually like physically do. Um, and so this is where, so we set the foundation. We're good there. Um, I really encourage you guys to read your Bible, look up verses, go to Google. Honestly, there's no shame in going to Google and saying, hey, I'm looking for scripture that talks about purpose, that talks about plans, that talks about surrender. Just do it. It's fine. You don't have to have your Bible memorized. I certainly do not. In fact, I don't even think I could tell you the order of all the Bibles or all the books in the Bible. And that's okay. So, um, okay. So let's dig into the practical ways. So we're going off a framework of purpose, plan and pray. And you can do this in order, or you could put pray at every step here. It doesn't matter. But the first one is what is your ultimate goal that you have for your business? This is where we're going to cast vision. You cannot show up to your business and not have a clue in the world what, what you're doing there. I mean, you just can't, if you don't have vision, you don't have a destination you're trying to get to, or goal number one, Um, You're going to have a really hard time. How are you going to know if you're successful? How are you going to know what you're supposed to do in your business if you don't even cast vision? And so this is your opportunity, just like a blank canvas, splash some paint on it, right? Like just live a little, cast some vision. So a couple of questions. This is the practicality here. So you can grab a pen and paper if you want to, or just bank these questions on for later. So yes, what is the ultimate goal you have for your business? Where do you want your business to be a year from now? five years from now, or even a decade from now, start casting some vision. What do you want to happen? And then once you cast that vision, and I know the whole point of casting vision is for you to really just think about it in all different aspects of your business. Like what is the ultimate goal for you? What kind of impact do you want to make? Where are you now versus what do you want your days to look like? Because when you first start a business, you're doing a lot of business hours usually. Do you want that to be your forever thing? And so just just dream and live a little. And then you're going to plan. So this is is where I have some God-given talents here because I don't know why, and I'm so thankful that I have this mind, but a lot of us, when we start a business, we don't have any business skills. We just know what we want to do, but then we get really tripped up on how to make it happen. What are the action steps? what about the financial aspect, right? And for some reason, like I said, God has just gifted me with being able to craft these things for people. So I want you to financially plan backwards. So how are you going to make your one-year goal happen? You're going to work it backwards. What's your profit goal? What do you need to, you know, what does Cammie need to write on a check if she was paying herself from her business? And this is where, A lot of people like to throw out, so I'm gonna throw out another thing I see that happens all the time. And I'm so guilty of this. 10K, 20K, 30K. Well, why? Why do you need that much money? And then let me ask you this. Is it enough or is it way too much? Do you have a plan for what you're gonna do with that money? So one of the best ways to financially plan, I do this all the time. Go look at all the bills you're responsible for paying. Like, What does it cost just to live your life? That's very important. God is, God wants you to know that, right? Like he's not asking you to wing it. Nobody should be winging their business. Okay. Yes. Have room for faith, have white space, let him, you know, do miracles and move mountains for you, but also have a plan. Even he says that, right? Okay. So after I look at like, what am I responsible for? Just, just the bills, just to live my life, right. Without having to be in debt for anything, um that's like the first step and then the second step is like what are your goals are you saving for something are you wanting to hire a business coach you know give yourself some wiggle room and some of the things you want to do if you want to be a big giver that's one of my huge goals i want to give so much money like every month to different things you want to make a plan for that and basically it's kind of you showing god here's my goal and here's what i want to do with it all right like Money does not have to be scary. I promise we will chat about this in another time and place, but it's not scary. It's just a resource. And so it's just you having a conversation and saying, here's my goal. Here's my vision with it. This is exactly what I want to do with it. And it's okay if some of it goes back to just your family. That is totally fine. But I think having a plan helps you break it down. And then from there, you can see, okay, well, if it takes this much, I need to be bringing this much revenue in, right, in order to get my profit goal. And then now the question is, how do I show up every day in my business in order to help get to that goal? And that's where a lot of times a business strategy, a business partner, a business coach comes in to help show you how to actually do that. So I'm going to stop there with step one and two, get a little bit of feedback from you. And then we'll talk about how to submit and surrender that to God.
0: Oh, that's so good. Now, what I was thinking about is essentially you're, you're kind of, this is how my brain works. Um, it, it's kind of like making a business plan and like presenting it to the Lord, the way that like, maybe you would make a business plan. Like if you were like applying for a business loan, like you would not just walk into a bank and they would not just be like, Oh yeah, here's $40,000 to start your business. They would expect you to make a business plan, show them what you're going to be doing with that investment and the return and in your plans afterwards. Like they, they would expect you to have a game plan and not that the Lord is transactional that way because he's not, but it makes sense that like, God wants to know, like okay, like I've given you this desire to to have a business. That desire came from me. So I want you to act on it, but I also want you to have a plan and leave room for me in the business, leave room for me to move, for me to shift and change and give you pivot ideas and drop holy spirit um you know those 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 light bulb moments that were like man that was not even me that <laughs> that came from but at the same point have the plan have the plan i think that that's also part of um taking action i like to the the verse is faith without works is dead i like to to express it as faith plus action meaning it cannot be you sitting back and like okay god bring me all the clients god's like get off the couch and put some strategy behind it. Put, put an act, show me your heart is yes, mine. And also willing to put in the work of making the plan. So I love what you said, like show God, like what you plan to do with the money. Are you in debt? Do you plan to pay that off? Is there an investment that you're wanting to make? Um, are you wanting to, um, give to your family? Are you wanting to save for something? And it is so okay to have, to, to have some money for your family, to go on the vacations, to, to, to buy the dream house. Um, but also, you know, do make sure that you're also a river of which resources can flow from you to other people that the blessings that God has given you can also be poured into his people as well. So that's so good, Brooke.
1: Yes, I love it. Okay, so I do love that the Bible gives us permission. God tells us, make plans, cast your vision. Show me, like, tell me what you want. Like, what are your desires? It says that over and over and over again. But again, back to Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. So we have our plan. And it also, God talks about my ways are higher. My plans are better, and so I think that's the beauty of going into the third step, which is you make your plan and you say, "Here's here's what I want. Here's my plans for myself. This would be really cool. God, I'd like for this to be it." And then we go and we pray, we submit it, we surrender it. We say, "Yes, this is my plan. These are my heart's desires. This is what I would love, but I'm going to surrender it all to you. Show me what you want to do with my business. You know, blow my mind." Show me, like, what you're going to create with this business, which is really what he's doing with me in this new business pivot. I very easily could have taken that podcast that has over 300,000 downloads and shown how much success it's had, right? A lot of it is absolutely God, some of it was me. I totally understand that. But I specifically heard him say, Clear the bench. Let me show you what I can do for you by starting back at zero. And so that's exactly what we're doing. You know, I, Scratch, everything's brand new, brand web, brand new website, brand new podcast, all those things. And so it's kind of fun because I'm like, well, here's what I would love to do with it. Here's my plan. And then God gets to come back and show you what He can do with your business. And sometimes take away what you thought was going to happen and He does something better. Sometimes you think it's going to go one way or you're going to work with a certain person. And then God blows your mind and he does something a little bit different. And you end up realizing I would have never thought to ask for that it's so much better. And I want to be really careful here too, because I don't want to give anyone the assumption that you submit and surrender your plans and you get everything you've ever wanted. God is not a genie in a bottle. I I have to tell you, I have a real problem with people preaching the prosperity gospel. It's not, Hey, I choose Jesus. And now I'm going to be a millionaire and have the best life I've ever had. It's hard. It's a roller coaster. Are um, A lot of our fruits, we won't see this side of heaven. We're going to see it in the next life, right? And so I just want to be very careful that no one is misinterpreting what I'm saying of I'm going to do all this, make this plan, show it to God. And he's going to give me everything because lo- I'm telling you right now, it's not going to happen that way. But I promise you, again, his ways are higher. His thoughts are better. Plans are better. All those things. And so just trust that God has your best interest at heart and that you will have a business that glorifies him. At the end of the day, that's all I'm hoping for. I know you're hoping for the same thing. We just want to be a vessel for the Lord. And that's how I hope that a lot of um, Christian moms will approach their business. Yeah,
0: oh my gosh. No, so what you just said reminded me of the verse. And I was like praying about this verse this morning. And The verse is, you know, seek first the kingdom of heaven and he will give you the desires of your heart. And I was thinking about that. And I just like felt like the Holy Spirit, like impress on me that like the reason why that verse says what it says is because if we truly are seeking first the kingdom, that means that we have submitted our heart to the Lord. That means that we've submitted our desires to the Lord. And when he, our heart is fully submitted, when our lives are fully submitted, he has the ability to implant the desires and kind of weed out desires that we have that don't align with his plan and instead plant his, his desires so that the desires that are now in our heart really are all from him. And he wants to fulfill the desires that are in our heart that are from him. So that's where, when we seek first the kingdom and submit everything to him and we're like, God, refine me, here's my plans. But if they're not, if there's ickiness in there, if there's greed in there, if there is you know, fill in the blank, please feel free to erase and, and, edit, you know, when you submit your, your papers in high school to be edited by your English teacher, please edit this paper according to your will. And he will, he will do that. And when he edits the paper, according to his will, he can fulfill it according to his will. And God's not going to fulfill a desire that makes like, I think that sometimes like people have this fear of like, God just wants to make my life miserable. No, he's, he's also, like you said, not a genie in the bottle. He's not going to just, you know, you get three wishes. No, we don't want to play him like that. Um, but he knows he wants you to have a purpose led life. He knows what your needs are. He knows what your desires are. And there's another verse that says, if you earthly people who are sinful, know how to give good gifts, how much more can I, as your heavenly father, who is perfect, who is holy, give you good gifts. He doesn't want your life to be miserable. That doesn't mean it won't be um, easy. That means that you will not experience hardship or struggles, but the Lord is not here out to get you. I like. I think a lot of us maybe think he's not out here to just like kick down your business and make sure that it never <laughs> makes a dollar. Um so that's what I was thinking about is that we really have to submit our hearts to the Lord and allow him to weed out desires that don't align with him so that he can place in new desires and fulfill those according to his will.
1: Yeah, I could not have said it any more perfect than what you did and those verses align perfectly with this topic. Um I think sometimes people are fearful to even make a plan. And some of that is just rooted in you're just fearful of success. And I know that sounds so crazy. Like, why would I be scared of actually making it or having success? And a lot of it is just rooted in lies that you've believed your whole life that you don't realize that you've believed. And so I think if you're having a struggle on the first step, which is really casting that purpose of your business and and the vision, I would just sit and pray and just sit with God and ask him to replace any lies that you believed about yourself. Maybe people have told you things that have really gotten to your head. Um, Just sit with the Lord on that. And then when you get stuck on step two and you're really trying to like tangibly craft this business together, you're gonna come up against money stories, again, that you've carried. Just sit with the Lord and just say, hey, This is how I feel about money right now. I'm having a really hard time, you know, making this plan for myself and just telling you that I want to make this much money. You know, there's, there's just a lot of limiting beliefs. Ask what he has in in, like to give you in exchange for that and that get in your word. I'm telling you, it, it, it is enough therapy. I mean, definitely like I, I believe in therapy, but I'm telling you the word is very therapeutic. It is alive. It is, it is well, it will speak to you. Um, And so if you get stuck on any of these, go back to the word, sit with the Lord in prayer. Um, He will speak to you. It may not be immediately. Obviously, it may not be audible, but he will speak to you. He will give you confirmation and signs and lead you to sometimes podcast episodes or DM conversations or things like that. So, um, yeah, just. Don't, you don't have to be perfect. If you're like Cami and I, and you're like, I'm a perfectionist. I can't get through this. Yes, you can just give yourself a chance, but yes, purpose, plan and pray. And that is what biblical goal setting looks like compared to the world.
0: Yeah. When you were talking about perfectionism, um, God knew every mistake that you've ever made will make um, are making now. And he still called you to the business. He already factored all of that in so we can rest and know that we're still called nothing that we do. No mistake. We make no rabbit trail, that we go down is going to surprise the Lord. Um, at all. I'm going to have to edit this part out. Cause there's something I was going to say. And I
1: was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm, I've given you Oh,
0: no, You're fine. You're fine. Um, Oh shoot. Okay. Oh, okay. I remember. Okay. Going back in. Um, and if you're looking, if, maybe you're new, maybe you're new to opening up your Bible. I really believe that a great book to start. And it is also a book that also has a lot of wisdom on money is the book of Proverbs, which is where that first verse that Brooke shared today is from. The book of Proverbs has so much wisdom, so many principles. Remember, when you read the book of Proverbs, though these are not promises, they're principles. I mean, of course, the Word of God is a promise, but it's be careful that we we're not reading it with a manifesting thought of. So, when it says, "Oh, like if you wake up early, then you're gonna have riches in your life," understand that what that's saying is that, like, when you are a disciplined human being, you will be more likely to experience success rather than if I set my alarm for six o'clock every morning, I'm going to be rich. Like <laughs> we have to read it with, this, with the lens of recognizing that these are principles of the Holy Spirit um, that God is giving us to live successful lives, not just financially, um, but in other areas as well. But the book of Proverbs is a great place to start. If you guys are like, okay, how do I even start? Is it Genesis 1-1 or like start in the book of Proverbs, especially for the Christian entrepreneur?
1: I love it. Yeah, I could read the Proverbs every day. In fact, I still am. And you know, what is so ironic is that my Bible has a verse from Proverbs on it on the cover. I think that's so neat. So apparently everybody needs to read Proverbs.
0: (laughs) Yes, absolutely. It's there's so much wisdom. It is my favorite book of the Bible. That's I think because it's also it's so much it's tough love. And I love me some tough love. I feel like I am a tough love coach. My listeners are like, yes, you are. Like we hear it every week, twice a week. Um, But I am a tough love coach. I love receiving tough love. And the book of Proverbs is that. It's tough love. It's um, the Bible is the only book. A a pastor said this. um, the, The Bible is the only book that when you read it, it reads you back. It's the only living word. Um, So it's so good. Now, Brooke, can you please tell the listeners where they can find you and connect with you and about your new podcast?
1: Yes. Okay. So we are, I say we, we, my team, I have people that do help me. um, But as far as the podcast goes, it is called the five-star business podcast. It is perfect for you. If you want to hear more of uh, business topics like this, marketing strategies. I do give very tangible topics on that. We're going to talk motherhood, we're going to talk marriage, and really like how do you juggle and balance it all, which I know Cami talks about too, which is so cool. So now you have two podcasts in your pocket full of wisdom and things that you can apply to your life. We just launched it on August 1st. You should be able to find five star business podcast anywhere, all the podcast apps. And then you guys can come connect with me over on Instagram. It's at Brooke Janae Jefferson and send me a DM. Tell me what was like your light bulb moment. What was your favorite part of this episode? I know Cammie and I would love your feedback. I really do get to every single DM. So don't worry. It really is me. I'm not that cool. I'm not that famous. So uh, we can definitely have that conversation over there.
0: Very cool. Well, Brooke, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Five Star Business Podcast. You guys go listen. I will be tuning in. I'm very selective about like the podcast that I that I listen to that I like to listen to. And especially here's like just kind of like the last thing I guess I'll say on the show. Um, one mistake that I made early on in my business is receiving mentorship from people that were not submitted to the Lord. Now this is a pretty controversial topic, um, but I'm just going to say it as it is. Um, I I the Lord spoke it so clearly to my life that I was never again to be mentored by a human being that was not submitted to the Lord because people think that we can separate business strategy from your spiritual beliefs or the lack thereof and it's just not true. If you guys remember that that first mastermind that I told you that I joined way back in 2019, they were amazing on the marketing strategy. Phenomenal. Absolutely completely in the dark from a spiritual perspective and it led me down a path of starting like the affirmations, which again, you know, there's affirmations that can be biblically aligned or scripture. You know, we can't get into that right now. But um it started me down what would have been a slippery slope had the Lord by his grace not saved me. So um I wanted to say that as just kind of like a warning is kind of harsh, but just as just like a little bit of like maybe some conviction here on be really careful who you are letting speak into your earbuds literally. Um, because it's so important that they are, they are influenced and submitted to the Holy spirit because we are, we have to be the light of the earth. We have to be the salt of the earth. And we can only do that if we are truly in every aspect filled with the Holy spirit. So, um, Brooke, not, she would never need my stamp of approval, but if you guys are like here listening, Brooke is a phenomenal business coach, a phenomenal woman, and completely submitted to the Holy Spirit. You can trust the things that she's saying on her podcast. So go take a listen.
1: Oh, that's so sweet. Thank you so much, Kami. Um, And yes, definitely submitted to the Holy Spirit. Never want to put somebody or lead them astray. But I think that's my biggest fear too in today's world. So you definitely know it is clean and you are welcome to the podcast.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you, Brooke, for coming. I'll see you soon. Hi friend. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Bible's babies and business podcast. If you learned something from today's episode or if it blessed you in any way, I would love to know you can head over to apple podcasts and leave me a review. And I may just read your review on the show. Thank you again for being here. And I pray that God will fill you with peace in your faith, your motherhood and your business because you were made for this.